0: by the work that was being done in Sweetwater. To me, it was a lot different than work I'd seen in other places. There was just more of an emphasis on the indigenous people doing the work. They already knew. They're very, very brilliant, and they already knew what they were doing. They just needed our support. As we went along, I just saw the changes being made in the community and the growth there, and it was just such a beautiful thing, and I really just wanted to be a part of it.
1: Welcome to the Do Good Mississippi podcast, where our goal is to showcase people and organizations that are doing good by making a positive impact in communities all across our state. By hearing the good work they're doing, we hope that you will be compelled to join them so that we can partner together and accomplish even more. In addition to subscribing to this podcast, we encourage you to connect with us through our social media accounts on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram using the handle Do good MS. Thanks for listening to the Do Good Mississippi podcast.
0: This is Brandi Dowsman with Restoration Hope. This podcast episode showcasing Restoration Hope has been sponsored by D1 Sports Training. D1 has been a longtime supporter of Restoration Hope and believes in our mission to help restore hope to the communities we serve through the love of Christ. Dugan Mississippi and Restoration Hope thank D1 Sports Training for sponsoring today's episode.
1: In today's episode, we'll be visiting with Brandi Dowsman, the newly appointed Executive Director for Restoration Hope In this episode, you'll hear how Brandy first got involved with Restoration Hope, some of the life-changing experiences she has had, and why she thinks more people would enjoy participating with their organization. Thanks for listening to today's episode showcasing the good Brandy Dowsman is doing with Restoration Hope. Brandy, welcome to the Do Good Mississippi podcast. We are grateful for you taking time out of your very busy schedule to share your involvement with Restoration Hope. So thanks for being here.
0: Thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
1: I know you've just started in your role with Restoration Hope as the new executive director. Could you tell our listeners how you first were introduced to this organization?
0: Sure. About six years ago, I went on a mission trip to Costa Rica, and a girl that traveled with me was telling me all about Restoration Hope. She knew the founders, and... She just said, you love orphans, and this seems like a great organization for you to look up. And so when I came home, I did. And then about a year later, I found myself in South Africa on a trip with a bunch of people I didn't know. And I've just been hooked ever since.
1: Wonderful. And it sounds like that first person to person interaction, your friend introducing you was the first entry point. So just for our listeners that know of great organizations such as Restoration Hope, just having that conversation. Now we have an executive director who's uh, in the room doing an interview (laughs) as a result of someone reaching out. So just that person to person interaction is very important. Have you been able to reach out to any of your friends and get them kind of hooked on what you have seen happen through Restoration Hope?
0: Absolutely. I love sharing the story of Restoration Hope, and I've gotten to tell lots of people about it, all different age groups, different friends, and then even just people I randomly meet, I get to share the story of Restoration Hope and the work in Sweetwater, so... I really enjoy
1: doing it. Well, hopefully we're another outflow to be able to introduce many, many more people to the good things that are happening. I'm sure you have served with a number of wonderful organization. What was it specifically about Restoration Hope that really compelled you to bring you to this place that you're now serving as the executive director?
0: The beginning, I was just drawn in by the work that was being done in Sweetwaters. To me, it was a lot different than work I'd seen in other places. There was just more of an emphasis on the Indigenous people doing the work. They already knew. They're very, very brilliant, and they already knew what they were doing. They just needed our support especially with funding and of course prayer and then eventually as we went along i just saw the changes being made in the community and the growth there and it was just such a beautiful thing and i really just wanted to be a part of it so when it was first brought up for me to play a bigger role in restoration hope i just spent a lot of time praying and i really felt that the lord was telling me that that's what my job was
1: well it sounds like you got the uh, calling on good authority so that is pretty exciting. How has your life been enriched as a result of working with Restoration Hope?
0: Wow, that's a huge question. I would say that it's changed every aspect of my life, um, It's changed my perspective in parenting and being a mom, a wife, a friend, a daughter, any role I play. um, I think it's helped me to better understand the brokenness of the world and just the biblical answer. We all need Jesus and that there are biblical ways to face things like the problem of orphans and injustice and poverty and things like that. I think it's given me a better vision of the gospel at work and just seeing the Zulu people that we work with, seeing how they... Um, live out the gospel day to day by just loving people and putting them before themselves. And uh, it's just been an inspiration to me in every aspect of my life.
1: If one of our listeners may think that involvement sounds interesting or they want to find out more, how would you encourage them to first maybe take that step to get involved?
0: We would love to have everyone involved. It's amazing work and we'd love to share in the blessing of doing that. The first step would probably be to get on our website and kind of read about some of the things we do, but we'd also love to see everyone. We have an event coming up. It's called D1 for Hope. We'd love everyone to come to that. Um, And ultimately, we would love for you to go on a trip with us. There's just nothing better than getting to experience God at work in another community and somewhere far away that's so different than our own community. So we would love to have everyone go on a trip.
1: Sounds like from your interaction with Restoration Hope, the experience that you had was the thing that really compelled you to, to really latch on and, and kind of be a proponent for it. And so it obviously it makes sense that as people see and interact for themselves, that that would really be the creme de la creme where you would like for everybody to have that experience to kind of come along and they themselves experience what is happening.
0: Absolutely.
1: Why do you think it's important to work with an organization like Restoration Hope to do good in our state, but where it also translates into doing good for a people group that are 9,000 miles away?
0: Personally, for me, I feel like that my job in life is to love and to help others. I think it's important to do that, to to love and to help others by working with organizations that have good perspective of how to do that, that do biblically sound work. Groups of like-minded people working together for the kingdom of God will ultimately make the biggest changes. And I believe that Mississippi, in Mississippi, we have some of the people with the biggest hearts and um, are just so willing to do good. And I feel like if we would all just work together to do things here and across the world, that we could really change the world.
1: Could you finish by telling our listeners a story of someone special that you may have interacted with through Restoration Hope?
0: I can't give you one particular person, but I can give you a whole group of people that day in and day out, tirelessly work to disciple the people of Sweetwaters. Um, They're the mentors and the field workers. They just love those children and they love their parents and they just pour themselves into the children each and every day. And the children absolutely adore them. They look up to them. They try to dress like them. They try to act like them. They do everything they can to be the best role models they can and they never complain about the work they do. There's no rest in daily discipleship. It's a long, continuous process, and they do it each and every day willingly and with their full, whole hearts. And so to be able to support them in the work that they're doing there is just a huge honor to all of us, and it's a huge blessing, and we just want to be able to share that blessing with other people as well.
1: So I know that your husband, David, has also gone some trips. Uh, I know that he also has some soccer in his background. Could you talk a little bit about maybe some of the cultural connections y'all have uh, with regard to maybe the beautiful game or just kind of, you know, his involvement with, uh, with Restoration Hope?
0: Well, David has been, and he loves it. I think um, he does have the soccer tie. That's like a universal language, especially in um, Africa. And he really did connect with a lot of children through playing soccer and really, really enjoyed that. But, you know, the thing that he talked about the most when he came back recently was just that – He, the children just adored him and just loved him and acted like it was such an honor for him just to come and visit them. That's all they want from you is just to be loved on. And it just makes them feel special to think an American came across the ocean to come see them. And so if you asked him about the trip, he would say that was the best part to him. And he talks about those children all the time.
1: Well, Brandy, thank you for the good that you are doing with Restoration Hope. It is truly making a powerful impact in the lives of those that your organization is serving. So thank you so much for sharing your story with our listeners today.
0: Thank you so much. We really appreciate you having us.
1: In our next episode, Catherine will come back to join Brandy and me to tell us about some upcoming events, goals they have for the rest of 2016, in ways you can immediately partner with Restoration Hope to do good. Until next time, do good, Mississippi.
0: This is Catherine Faling with Restoration Hope, and I want to invite you to learn more about Restoration Hope through coming to our event, Do One for Hope, on April 23rd. Our thanks to Highland Colony Baptist and D1 for being the sponsors. You can learn more about this event at www.RestorationHope.org.
1: At Do Good Mississippi, we're compiling the most comprehensive, interactive, statewide resource to showcase organizations that are doing good through our online directory, The directory allows for categorical search options so that you can access a variety of valuable resources to connect with the organizations who are making a powerful impact in our communities. Are you part of an organization that doesn't currently have a directory profile? Instructions are provided so that you can reach out to our team to let us know you'd like to be included. To learn more about the Do Good Mississippi directory, please visit our website at dogoodmississippi.com.